What up, dude? It's your boy. Back with another episode of First to the Party. Now, uh, trade season heating up. A couple big stories been coming out. Um, today, we've seen the, the Bradley Bill, John Wall are up. You know what I'm saying? They'll they, they, they trade. They'll trade anybody. Say nobody on the roster is untouchable. And they are dangling those chips. Um, I hit y'all with something a, a few weeks ago. My last episode was about how John Wall can help us. But um, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant saga, you know, they, they little dilemma. Um, those are the two players I'm going to talk to y'all about in the trade for the Pistons, how they can help the Pistons. And, yes, Draymond Green. I know y'all saying uh, – I don't know. I hear a lot of people saying he's just a system player and things of that nature. But I'm going to tell y'all why y'all wrong and why he's the type of player that can help the Pistons. He's a Piston-type player. Um, let's start with Wall or Beal. Um it's just not working in Washington. That shit just not working in Washington. And they need to get that shit broken up. It's not working. It hasn't worked. Um, those two uh, don't get along. You've heard the reports about them not getting along. A lot of players don't like Wall's work ethic. The organization don't like Wall's work ethic. But um, I think Wall with um, Drummond and Griffin here would... One, put more asses in the seats. And um, I think that helps us win. Um, we need to get the LCA rocking like the Palace used to rock. Um, them Piston teams back in the uh, early 2000s were so successful because this was a hard place to come play. The city drove all the way out to Auburn Hills every game. We had, uh, I forgot how many consecutive sellouts the Pistons had back then before they broke that team up. But um, home court advantage is very huge and very vital. Um, I thought that a lot of people would go out to the Pistons game now since we got Blake. Um, and there's more. More has been to the games. More uh, more people have been out to the LCA to see the Pistons. And um, I think that helps because we have a superstar now in Blake Griffin. Yes, a superstar. But I think John Wall puts asses in the seats. He's another player who's a superstar, whose contract and trade scenario will be similar to uh, how we got Blake. He's locked up for four years. And um, I think it's a good opportunity for the Pistons if they wish to make that move. Um, who I would give up. Um, a lot of people will say, you know, draft pick. And I was like, I came to y'all a couple weeks ago and I said I would give up a draft pick for him because I was looking at the draft and looking at where the Pistons are positioned in the East. The Pistons are bunched up with Boston and, you know, right in the middle, five and six range. And they're going to make the playoffs. So with them picking outside of the lottery, how are you going to get a superstar outside the lottery? How how is that going to happen? You know, you know, it, it's hard. We've been drafting pretty bad the last few years anyway. I know Malik Rose is a different general man. He's different than Stan. He's highly regarded. So we got to give him a chance to draft, but we haven't struck gold on any of the draft picks since Drummond. So um, I look at that draft pick and I look at the buzz of the um, of the draft. And I told y'all last week I would go after the wall with the draft pick and see what happens. But now, if I'm gonna give up that draft pick, I think I might need Bill. I think Bradley Beal is the guy that you get if you're giving up the draft pick. Um, 
what you would have to give up with that draft pick may be Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard might have to be the player you give up because he has a lot of value. People do value Luke Kennard. I think he can help us when he gets healthy with his shoulder because uh, we can use some more shooting. Langston Galloway has been amazing. But um, Bradley Beal is an all-star. Bradley Beal is somebody that you would have to uh, game plan for, and he comes off screens, and he's that type of player that um, and he's he's – Shown the capability of being a very good defender, his 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 defense has regressed as of late. The last couple of years, his defense has regressed, but um, he's the type of guy that gets hot. He can give uh, Toronto and Boston and those guys some fits because of his offenses of of ability. But John Wall, um, he he puts his hands in the game in so many different categories. John Wall is a great, a great defender. He's a great facilitator. He's always up there in the top in assists. Um, I think he's been like the last few years, 21 and 10. If not 10, it's been nine. This year he's at uh, 20 and uh, nine. So that's the type of player you're, you're adding to the team. I know we've been having Blake at the point forward, but I I know for a fact that we could use a, a point guard that can get in the paint and get Blake some easier baskets, get Drummond some easier baskets. Um, not dumping the ball down to Drummond and making him uh, put somebody on the block and throw up a hook, uh, but somebody that can get in the paint and get him some lobs. Somebody that can get in the paint and give him some dump offs, easy points. You know what I'm saying? Not you know, and, and to go with his putbacks. Drummond is having a very good year statistically at um, 19 and 16. <laughs> yeah, he's averaging 19 points, 16 rebounds. Drummond is playing out this world, um, but. Um, Andre, I mean, uh, John Wall would help us in a lot of di- a lot of different spots. We're gonna play Kyrie. You're gonna play Kyle Lowry. You're gonna play all these good point guards in the um in the East, and I think he can help you. Um, and I, like I said, probably you will have to give up a point point. You know, give up Kennard and a pick or whatever for Wall or Bill. And it just depends on how how many of these players you value in this draft. And I, I've been doing my research, and I was um, I did more research because um, I was saying give up that pick, but I see a lot more players besides the Duke three and um, that I like in this draft. Um, there's a lot of players, a lot of young players that have the potential to be really well, really good, but a lot of them just might be out of our reach because I think this team can make the playoffs and will make the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, they will be right outside the the um, lottery, and those players will be long gone. That could help us. Um, the The trade that I think may benefit us the most is Draymond Green. And I know people will say, well, he played a four and we already got Blake. I think Draymond is a player that's so versatile, and he can play the three here in Detroit. Um He's not really that great of a shooter. He's shown that he can knock down a three at times, but his facilitating, his playmaking ability is so good, you know what I'm saying, that I think I think he can help this offense. So, you know, help this offense and his team. Uh, a lot of people say he's a um uh a system guy. What sit was the system he was running in Michigan State the same system he's running in 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 Golden State? I don't think so. I don't think he played with 
um, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Kevin Durant, Boogie Cousins or whatever in Michigan State. At Michigan State, Draymond Green was a walking triple-double. He was a pro player. At Golden State, he's a walking triple-double. He's a pro player. Um, the things that he brings to the to the floor, a lot of players just don't have. The intangibles. That's what he will bring to Detroit. And this is why I think this may be the best move. And it will help us generate fans and storylines. Right now, his beef with Kevin Durant is huge. Not right now. Golden State are is sitting him down right now. And there's really no reason they're using a toe or his toe's injured. That's what they're using right now. Do I believe that? No. I think it's bigger. I think that the, the relationship between him, Kevin, and the organization is damaged. And I think Golden State realizes that in order for us to keep winning championships, we're going to have to get rid of Draymond. If there's no conspiracy and, and LeBron didn't get him suspended, he cost them a championship when Cleveland won. If he didn't get suspended, they're finishing it out. They're closing it out in game five. 4-1. They're closing it out. He cost them a championship. And he could, quite frankly, cost them a championship this year. Golden State's been looking human, looking very human. There's not a given that that Boogie Cousins is going to come back and be the Boogie Cousins that we remember him as. And the longer they keep Draymond in that locker room, it may not return. That that, that magic may not return. So you you take advantage of their issues and you bring an all-star player to Detroit. Now, what he will bring to Detroit that we don't have right now is championship pedigree. He's a champion. He's a defending champion right now. He's from here. He's won championships in high school. He was a championship player at Michigan State. He fought. Those players, those teams went deep in the tournament at Michigan State. He's been a very well-coached player, and it shows in his play. He can defend from one through five. We can use that. We don't have – he's an elite defender in this league. He can guard so many positions. That's why defensively it works here in Detroit. Let me ask you a question. We've seen a defensive clinic that Stanley Johnson put on uh, Kawhi Leonard. Defense is contagious. The way that team was defending Toronto last game was amazing. And that was in part because of Stanley Johnson. Now you add Draymond Green to that. You can't name a player outside of out of outside of Zaza Pachulia, who we know on the dive on the floor and get a loose ball. Draymond is a playoff player. Draymond will dive on the floor. He'll be contagious. He'll pump the crowd up from diving on the floor and making a, and making a block. That's going to work piston shit. He'll motivate Drummond to contest every fucking shot down there. That's some. That's an issue that we have right now with our Pistons. Drummond doesn't contest every shot. He could be a hell of a paint presence down there. Draymond will get that out of him. Back taps. We don't have a player that's doing back taps. 
getting extra possessions out here, out here for the Pistons. Draymond does that. Name a Piston that's out here taking charges right now. Draymond does that. Blocking shots. Being able to switch on D. We're going to play Boston. We're going to play Milwaukee. We're going to play Philadelphia. Right now, and we won and won against Philadelphia this year. And B saying, oh, he owns Drummond. He's talking trash again in his head. You know who ain't go back down from him? That's that boy Draymond Green. He gonna talk shit to him. He gonna get in his head. They gonna be feisty. They gonna defend. You gonna need to fight with these teams. It ain't all about dancing. It's about getting down there on the floor, going after every loose ball, and getting Mason to scream Detroit basketball loud as hell and the and the LCA rocking. That's the type of player Draymond Green is. That's the shit that Draymond go bring to Detroit. Offensively, you bring another ball handle in here, and that's going to take the ball out of Reggie Jackson's hands more. With less and less responsibility, Reggie Jackson has been better. As the season has been going on, Reggie has been playing better. Knocking down clutch shots, putting them in the 1-5 high pick and rolls. That's taking the ball out of his hands. Blake getting double teams and kicking it to Reggie. Open threes. Draymond Green will help out. He knows how to set screens and get players open. Look at how you think Clay and Steph been getting off them, getting open like that. He been throwing screens, back cuts, backdoor passes, all that shit, on ball screens. Fundamental shit. Who can learn from that? Drumming. He'll be practicing with this guy every day, and he'll be getting that shit. He'll dive on the floor. He he'll learn how to set better screens. He'll rebound. He'll actually box out. If Drummond box out, he'll average twenty rebounds. He don't even box out. He's going off pure athletic ability. Draymond Green will be another coach on the floor to help out Casey. And that's the type of move that you would need to combat with with what Philadelphia just did with Jimmy Butler. So far this season, when Drummond gets in foul trouble, you got to bring in Zaza. Zaza get in foul trouble, now you have no other big but Blake. Now the versatility is here. You can play a lineup with Blake and, and Draymond together if Drummond get in foul trouble. And now you can meet, bring Stanley in and he can play the three. Look at the defense now. Now look at what we're doing defensively. And right now, you can take advantage of Golden State's state of roster right now. Steph Hurt. Draymond is out. He's away. Right now, all you got is Clay and KD. Iguodala. He's a pro player. He's older. Livingston, he's a pro player, but he's older as well. Outside of them four players right now, they don't have any pro players. Those players look very, very regular now and mediocre. McKinney, he's from the G League. Quinn Cook from the G League. What teams are doing are forcing them G League players to beat them. The Warriors don't have cap. They don't have cap space to get any pro players. They don't have cap space to bring back Boogie and KD. But if you trade for Draymond, they do. And it helps them. It fixes them. Now they can bring back KD and Boogie and possibly be going for five next year. Win the championship this year and try to win again next year. What will we be able to give them to give them that cap space? We have a ton of expiring contracts. John Lure is one of them. 
he's an expiring contract. Do compare John Lohr and even Langston Galloway or Reggie Bullock's an expiring contract. Glenn Robinson III is an expiring contract. You can pair these players up and, and get that for Draymond Green. And it may look like some bullshit now, but it makes sense for both parties. If you are able to give up a couple expiring contracts and a future draft pick for Draymond, that's going to bring asses in the, in the, in the LCA. He has a background of winning championship here in high school. He's been a notable player, probably the most famous player to come out of out of the state of Michigan since the five five players is Draymond Green. That's gonna bring asses to the city, to the city. His effort plays, his intangible plays is gonna get people off their asses and cheering, making this place a hard place to play. This offseason, you've done a lot. Just in a, just in a year. You brought in a superstar player like Blake Griffin. You brought in a coach of the year. That's a big achievement, bringing in the coach of the year. Look at this team now and, and, and how they're playing now than how they was playing with Stan Van Gundy. Those plays at the end of the game that he drew up in Toronto were fucking magnificent. But now you need more pro players. More high IQ players, and Draymond Green could do that. It's quite possible that you could bring in Draymond and John Wall. That's not impossible. If you can give up an expiring contract, two expiring contracts, John Lohr's making $10 million a year, Langston Galloway is making close to eight, I think he's like $7 million a year. Glenn Robinson III and Bullock are both, I think Glenn Robinson is making around four or five million, and Reggie Bullock is at two million. If it's a, a future pick, an expiring contract, I mean, a couple of expiring contracts, you can get you Draymond Green. And those players I just named can help Golden State right now while they're ailing, while they're waiting on Boogie and, um, and Steph Curry. Glenn Robinson III is an upgrade over McKinney. And he he's shooter, defender. He can help them out. They can use him. John Lure, another size player, spread the floor. But their contracts help them the most. That's what helps them. Now, John Wall. Point guard. They're looking for, they're looking to, to change some shit up. Now you can go out there with that 2019 draft pick. That's what really look good for them. They might be in tank mode. Reggie's contract matches his. Throwing lure. And throwing that draft pick. Now you're looking at a nice defensive team. Because Wall can defend and get in the paint. Making life easier for Draymond. Making life easier for everybody. Now your roster looks like a team. Your starting lineup will look something like. Depends on which one you trade, and and you know what I'm saying, and and the and the Draymond, as far as Galloway or Bullock, but you'll have Wall, Bullock, Green, Griffin, and Drummond. 
You can talk about floor spacing if you want. Blake Griffin is shooting over 40% from three this year. He averaging 30, 10, and, and six assists this year. I don't want to hear. The floor space has been bad for Detroit as it is right now. You need pro players. John Wall, his three ball has been improving. I think he's shooting over 34% from three this year. Draymond, he's hit and miss. Reggie Bullock, he ain't got hot lately. He started off the season bad, but he ain't got hot lately. Galloway been shooting the ball pretty well this year. He just drafted Kyrie, um, Kyrie Thomas. He's a he's a, a two guard that can knock down threes and defend. I don't know why they ain't been playing him. Keenan Evans, give him a shot. I don't know. But now you have a roster that you can legitimately say, let's we can compete. We can play defense. And that's where we can hang. We got to hang our hat on is finding an ident- identity here. Boston is struggling right now because they don't have an identity. They got a lot of players, but they don't have a lot of. They really don't have an identity. Can this work? Is Gordon Hayward going to work here? We got to look at Toronto and Philadelphia. John Wall had a great series against Toronto last year. Philadelphia, they just got Jimmy Butler. You got to put out some players out there that can compete. And right now, you got two players that's available. John Wall, Draymond Green. And it might sound impossible for you to get both. I just gave you a couple scenarios of how it can help both sides. It can happen. It can work. It can work. The Pistons have the capital to do it. You got to make shit happen. You got to go out there. You got to make it happen. Everybody else is buying in and doing it. You see Philly. They not playing. Milwaukee ain't playing. Boston ain't playing. Being in the middle of the pack don't work. Being in the middle of the pack don't win you games. That shit don't help you. Being in the middle, you don't get better, and you don't, you know what I'm saying, it don't help you because you're not getting a good draft pick. We in Detroit where people, free agents don't come here. We're going to have to pay for it. Superstar players don't come here in free agency. We lucked up with the Blake trade. Now let's look up again and take care, and this is how you do it. Draymond locked in for two years. He's a hometown player. We can bring him in here. John Wall locked up for four years. He ain't going nowhere. That's how we got Chauncey. We lucked up. That's how we got Ben. We lucked up. Rashid. We had to trade for him. Stackhouse. We had to trade for him. You got ripped. You got to trade for him. And then you need a little luck in the draft. This your boy all fudge, man. This first to the party. You heard it here first. Pistons want to compete. These are the moves they got to go do. Holla at me.